everyone, Michael here from GameGravy.com, and with me I have Dante and Eddie. Hello. Um, Hi. Yeah, and we're going to be, this is going to be a special edition PAX uh, South recap, since we came back recently from PAX South and we haven't had time to catch up because all those fun videos we were doing. Yeah. Which we hope you all enjoyed, and we'll, we'll link some to this post below. Um, but yeah, here, I'm going to let Dante kind of host it and interrogate us. Yeah, I like the coverage that you guys did. Uh, some of the videos were really good. Thank you. Uh, did you guys... Yeah, they were all right. <laughs> was, I mean, that was the first one you guys had been to, or have you been to other packs? Oh, I've been, I've been to a bunch of them. That yeah. was my first packs. So, Squid, it was your Squidward's Maiden Voyage, and you've been to a few? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I've been going to PAX Prime and East for a bit now. Well, aren't you fancy? Yeah. So, which one, this is your... <laughs> So you've been to you've been to a bunch of them. Is this your favorite one so far that you've been to? I wouldn't say it's my favorite one, but it was a really good one. Um, Definitely my favorite. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of good coverage going on there. A lot of fun games. Um, the Twitch booth was off the hook. I think that was the biggest event and thing there. Um, yeah, it definitely had the biggest crowd. Yeah. What, what was the Twitch event? I didn't even see. They just had a bunch that. of playoffs and different uh, Twitch personalities there, and they highlighted a bunch of games that were going on. They did a really smart thing. They were highlighting games that were being shown at PAX okay. um, all three days, and they were having people play against each other if they're multiplayer or teaming up and playing with each other. Either way, and they were, they were also inviting like the creators up on stage yeah. to like play their game and talk about it. Mm-hmm. But it was all broadcasted on Twitch. It yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. Um. But they ha- also had a live show there, so like the front row area, you can go actually watch the show in person and, and, and be a part of it. Okay, um, which is cool. Okay, so yeah, and I got to meet a couple of really uh, cool creators that I follow on Twitch and got my photo with them. Nice. Yeah, that was fun. So, what was your favorite game that you guys saw that was that was there? Ooh, that was tough. Rock, was... Uh, it's. You know, like the games I covered were, were the ones that I just I had to. Like I can't wait to wait to play uh, Super Rad Raygun. The original Rad Raygun on on uh, on three sixty Live Arcade was uh, fantastic. But it was really short, and so when I stumbled on that booth and that guy's like, um, he's literally they're they're just they're retooling the whole thing. There's like there's like twenty more levels instead of the original five. So mm-hmm. uh, it was like twenty five levels, and it's it's just it's funny and irreverent. And, um, the creator was pretty. He's passionate. He's oh yeah, nice. so, and nice such time. a laid back dude. He was real cool. Um, but uh, dude, just shapes and beats. Oh yeah, I have to say, out of all the games there, just shapes and beats was one of my favorites. It was friggin' wild uh, because <laughs> <laughs> because you know you like you know they had a they got stuck in kind of like a like a corner booth. Like mm-hmm. a, you know, on a, on the aisleway, and they, they had like had, a seventy inch TV or something there, <laughs> and something they different. had a, they had a big crowd of people like just sitting around the booth, and so like you know, uh, I don't know what they I forget what they call the packs bouncers, um, uh, enforcers, enforcers, whatever. Yeah, uh, but like they had to keep like pushing the crowd like further in so that people could walk by, and like people were like yelling and, yeah, and it, cheering and shit. When, like it, it was infectious because we walked walked by and were like, why are all these people here? And I'm like, what is this game? This is just like bunch of colors and then all of a sudden then it started and we're like wow this is awesome because not only is the, the music's really good but the concept's unique you got four players on a screen each one's a shape and a certain color and you have all these crazy patterns going on to the beat of the music but i mean it's insane um and you have a dodge 
all the lines and shit. Yeah, it's just, it's a it's a it's on. a bullet hell shooter in the worst and best kind of way. Yeah. Okay. Um, and with up to like four people on screen, and like it, it's not really a shooter because you can't shoot anything. You the yeah. whole the whole purpose of the game is to run for your friggin' life. Yeah, it's pretty much just avoiding everything. <coughs> and if your teammate gets killed, you can bump into them and re uh, revive revive them. them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and then the whole point is to survive. There's checkpoints in certain levels, but and there's bosses as well too. Uh, which is pretty cool. <laughs> boss play was so great. it's not so it's not like an endless shooter like Geometry Wars or no, no. it's not endless. Robotron no. stuff like it's that. A diff- it's no, it's no, each level is the length of the the track mm-hmm. that they're using, and they have like a PAX exclusive level where they use that that old like Mortal Kombat theme yeah. from the nineties. Okay, um, it was really it was really funny, but most of it most of it seems like it's going to be uh, like um, like a lot of like eight uh, bit stuff. Okay, uh, the music stuff. is eight bit. Yeah, well, I mean, okay. for the most part, I forget the the genre name, but yeah, uh, oh, it's like chip tune. It's a lot, a lot of chip tune stuff. It was like dubstep chip tune too, so it was like really good, like and fast electronic music. It was it yeah. was unique. It was stuff that I haven't heard in a while. Like it, it's, I know you're making a weird face, but it's actually really good. <laughs> it's very energetic. No, that's his default face. Only because I can't. Is, only because is, I can't picture the music off a little um, after. Yeah, after but actually, the the creator in a in an interview said that he played like to mess around with uh, classical music and start like just yeah. throwing all kinds of different music into it. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I love classical music. That would be kind of oh, yeah. cool to have all that violence going on with yeah. like yeah. Bach, kind of Bach <laughs> in the background. Yeah, or they could even modernize that too and add beats to it as well if they wanted to. Yeah, and take something classic and turn it into something new. Could have a super long uh, flight of the Valkyries uh, <laughs> yeah. level. That'd be sweet. That would be a fantastic. Either way, there's so much detail in classical music that it, they could do anything with the animation. Okay. So they have a good creative team going back and forth with the music and what platforms and when's it coming out uh well pc confirmed they're going to he, uh we were told that they were going to uh one of the consoles but they're they not sure yet uh, whoever make pays them the most yeah, money yeah, yeah, yeah we, we were told be exclusive at least a timed exclusivity yeah or more possibly than just whoever okay. delivers the biggest sack of sure. cash so we'll have some rocket league type deal where probably yeah, gets yeah. It, and, then and then they'll bring like it to the six consoles. months or a year later you get it on xbox oh, hopefully cool. well i have both consoles so that's good yeah yeah, yeah. I have to say, probably my other favorite game was um, uh, Lobos of Shotgun and uh, Screen Sheet, which okay. is cool. Lobos of Shotgun is like this old. Uh, I did the interview uh, with them, and they're pretty pretty nice people. Um, but it's like this like retro like comic book slash eighties horror genre uh, arcade beat 'em up. Okay. type of game. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy, and like you're this vampire dude, and you have to rescue your your wife or something like that that's got Vampire, you know like doesn't remember nothing huh you're a lobo yeah you're a lobo well, it's a werewolf it's a werewolf yeah yeah. Not a vampire. You're Lobo yeah. from DC Comics? That's cool. No, not that. No, Who wants no, to no, no. be the main man? No, 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 <laughs> Who doesn't no. want to be the main man? But you have shotguns. Like, you pretty much get hurt in a fight, and then um, your girlfriend's, I believe, the white witch, and then the, the black witch comes, and... This sounds a lot like the the plot to Con Air. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It is a Con... No, I'm just kidding. It might, it might be. But no, it's a really fun. It's a it's a fun game. It's unique the way they build up the combos. And, okay. And, uh, the cool. art style is very cool. It's got okay. that old retro school like, so like, like cartoony no <laughs> like it's actually no, illustrated it's, it's, hand illustrated yeah it looks like it's oh. hand drawn like animation right. but it's but it like think you like got space ghost like you, know, like you got a lot of like alright yeah. you got a lot of like color bleeding and stuff like yeah. that like intentional, intentional. color bleeding that that sounds cool. like VHS you know, distortion yeah. kind of like alright so it's purposely yes. it's purposely made to look like that like yeah. it came out of the late 80s early 90s yeah. oh yeah that's awesome Um, screen cheat is a little different it's kind of like think um 
James Bond, like Goldeneye from N64. Uh-huh. You got four people on a screen. I think you can go up to eight players. But, you know, you can see everybody's screen where they're at, and people were jerks back then. And like, mm-hmm. oh, I can see you and kill you. Yeah. So the whole point of this game is you have to use the screen to find everybody else because you are invisible. Oh, okay, okay. I did, uh, I saw the, some of the stuff for that game, and it yeah. looked, it's it pretty looked cool. really cool. It is cool. It's because, fun. Yeah. So you're, instead of building, you know, some sort of apparatus so you couldn't look at each other's screen, it's, almost, it's purposely made. It's purposely made, made so that you way. have to see it. Okay, mm-hmm. so you have to do it. So you and, have to look and, like... If you're on a platform and I have to look at that platform to know exactly where you are so yeah. I can shoot you. like textures and colors of the wall, like things in the levels, like you just have to be really... Okay. Like, so can you see your bullets? Yes. Can you see your... Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. So when you yeah. shoot, okay. like that's the thing too, when you shoot, depending on what weapon, they have a lot of creative weapons, like freaking an engine block and like a mace with like, <laughs> that you shoot out of a gun, like, you know, okay. so you're like, it's pretty hardcore. It's fun, but the cool thing is you leave a, a smoke trail of you know, smoke behind your gun. Okay. So someone can see where you're at. But So if you shoot and then run, then, you know, okay. they can still see you, but at least... Yeah, so you got to be can... careful about just laying down fire because and you're just standing in one your spot. Position. Sure, because yeah. then you're leaving you. a smoke trail and they can right. see you. And it's first person, though, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, cool. So they will rock you. Okay. That sounds pretty great. Yeah. So yeah, there was a bunch of other games there, but nothing... I mean, these. this you is know. primarily an indie show. I mean, you really don't get a whole lot of yeah. the big boys. No, like, I mean, you know, Capcom, Capcom was there. Capcom was there. They had... They had Playable Street Fighter Five. They had that new Resident Evil Zero. Well, they had yeah, they had Zero there, but they had uh, that new like um, online shooter, the Umbrella okay. mm, yeah. Umbrella Core. Okay. So Capcom was there with their fourteen characters and no yep. single player for yeah. Street Fighter. That's cool. Their biggest yeah, event nice. was the shop, the Capcom shop. Okay, where you could buy a bunch of exclusive merchandise. All right, so the yeah, they had like custom arcade sticks and stuff. It was really for like. Cool. $265. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Buy our $60 game. They, had like, they were selling the Mega Man helmet. They were selling the Mega Man helmet. Uh, okay. The, uh, uh, the cannon, the arm cannon. Yep. Uh, they were selling a uh, Ryu statue, I think, with like a glowing Hadouken. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, that actually sounds yeah, pretty it was, cool. Yeah, it was pretty neat. They, okay. did, yeah, did they have a lot of cool I don't want to give Capcom there. any of my money, but that does sound pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's agreed. <laughs> Especially if you're... Such a Mega Man horror. I'm surprised she didn't walk away with that. The helmet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could wear it on a plane. It's okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's okay. They can tank the entire franchise, but they can, they'll still make money off of, you know, selling merch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. How's that Capcom stock doing? Good. Eddie just bought 20 helmets. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. They're in the green yeah. now. Who, can, who, who gets to look like Cut game? Who gets to look like Cut Man? This guy. <laughs> oh, Cut Man. Oh my gosh. But yeah, um, I think that, yeah, in regards to big players, that's the only one I could remember besides, uh, what was that one art that was in the center lobby? That one wall that they were painting? Oh, that was, uh, Heart of the Sea or something like that? It was, a. Uh, um... That's my bigger company. Yeah, I think Ubisoft's doing that. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was Ubisoft. Um, but yeah, they had that uh, cool art piece that was in the center before you uh, walked in the pack south, and they were painting like this under ocean uh, panel, and you could watch them paint it, and they were taking still shots of it, and so you could see the art was like, like, it was like a time lapse thing. Yeah, like they had, they had artists art there painting it yeah. as the event. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. and every now and then they'd bring out like little clues and trailers and things that you could watch there, and they're giving away pins and little cards about the stories of the game. And okay, stuff, so that's kind of cool. That's a great way to tease a game. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. It sounds uh, very intri- very different than just your normal drop a trailer, drop a couple of screenshots. Exactly. Yeah. It gets people involved and in coming keep coming back for more. Yeah. Like I think that's the point. Just to see the end the end art piece and, mm-hmm. and all that. That's cool. Yeah. Where the I mean, you guys probably Probably didn't see the Penny Arcade guys there, but no, I'm sure no. they had a presence there. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's a Penny Arcade uh, festival, so. But I mean, like, they're, they have anything on maybe another one of their games, or. If they, they did, did, it was in a panel, and that <coughs> wasn't something that we actually saw. Okay. So. We were, uh, I, don't, I don't think they have anything in the works right now. We were focused okay. on the um, exhibition hall and all the different game developers there okay. and, and checking out cool. that. Yeah, with, uh, some of the coverage that, that you guys were able to put out. Uh, it was really some of the better behind-the-scenes stuff that I got to see, but I mean, there, there's so many games there. I mean, there, there were there's so many indie developers. I mean, you showed me the developer list mm-hmm. of just every everybody that was there. And I'm like, these aren't even games; these are developers. Like, yeah. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. That's, and so many small developers. That's, that's kind of like though. why I'm glad I hit one of these before going to like a like an E3 or something like that. Like you know, sure. when you when you talk to some of these people, you know, they have to talk to. They have to talk to people all day, the entire event, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, and just tell them the same stuff over and over again. And, you know, I, I can see where that gets really, really draining. But, yeah. like, some of these people have, like, so much passion for yeah. what, they, for what they're for what they doing. This is their baby. This is what they're putting. Well, and you so, don't see any of the monotony then because they're so excited about right, it. Right. You don't yeah. see it from yeah. them. Like, they don't, They if they're feeling it, they're not showing it. They're excited that people are there and they're playing, like, the, the they're playing the game I built. Like, yeah. You know, and it's just... And they're digging it. And they're excited yeah. about it. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I guess it's one of the good things about those shows, too, is that there's so many small teams that you have, like, these small, passionate groups of people as opposed mm-hmm. to these gigantic, monolithic, 200-person parties. Well, that's all that's, sure. you know, that's, like, that's sure. my point about the, the difference between PAX and E3 and why I like the PAX scene way better. I'd sure. rather go to a PAX show than E3 any day. I, I mean, I, I play a healthy mix of... Triple A titles and and, well, yeah. and that's not saying that yeah, there's a, yeah. there's a there's a hefty amount of like Triple A releases that I'm sure that the development team like you know it's yeah, not a, it's, it's not all a corporate like you know a corporate thing to them like they love the game they're making and that's yeah. the thing is they treat everybody that wants to interview them and know about their game with a hundred percent respect and yeah. and kindness as opposed to E3 you're a barcode and a number and they don't really care who you are because they're like my product will sell yeah you're like it doesn't matter if you're doing the interview because they've got you know, IG and they're game, paying, they're paying, spot and Gala. Yeah, they're, and they're yeah, paying, yeah. they're paying people for reviews and putting millions of dollars into advertisements. Sure. So it's like, they don't care. Sure. What, you know. But these are, I mean, you get a lot of Steam games, you get a lot of yeah. uh, Xbox Live Arcade games, you get a lot of, you know, You get PSN a lot of cult games. games that come out of these things that blow up to be huge. Yeah. You know what There I mean? was uh, an interview from one of the developers of, uh, of the Xbox, the original Xbox, that they were petrified of what Xbox Live Arcade was going to do to the industry. Like, they thought mm-hmm. that XBLA would ruin video games like ruining the purchasing process of it and ended up not i mean we still buy a lot of games uh in stores but it was just really cool to watch that that process and them even talking about oh my god like we could be creating something that would that can ruin the distribution of games and then yeah based on the product yeah but it and it hasn't happened like yeah you see a big dent in in digital sales Mm -hmm. there's a lot of digital sales going on but you still see brick and mortar oh yeah for sure oh sure absolutely and even those some of those uh indie developers they've talked about you know hey it's great that we that we have a digital distribution but then 
having be able to put their game out, their indie game out in a mm-hmm. in a cartridge or in a on a cartridge, in a, yeah, <laughs> on a disc, like yeah. you know, printing yeah, yeah. it on a disc and then putting it out there in the world and seeing it on the store shelf. I mean, well, it's like look at these other companies that are smaller and get and get huge, like you know, like Evolve, like yeah. the other games that they have, like PR and stuff like that. They put yeah. a lot of PR, League of Legends, Riot Games, yeah. like. They're technically an indie game that's huge now because they're digital download only. Okay, you know, but it's you know it's a mobile that blew up, but it was at these shows first, and now they're at E three and crap like that. Yeah, but, and prizes of millions of dollars. Of millions of dollars. Yeah, so. yeah. But I first saw them, I think, at PAX East in Boston, and they had a huge. They had probably a bigger presence there than like Nintendo, I would say. Wow. So and and that so has has PAX historically always had like a like an indie bent? No, I mean yes, well, I mean, yes, like, well, yes I, and no. More recently, but I mean it's for everybody. Like there's big publishers that go there all the time. Like I mean Nintendo, like I said, Nintendo was there. Like Ubisoft, like yeah, big okay. yeah, big companies. It depends. It all depends on the release of games. That's all it depends on because if there's a big title coming out, they'll they throw it there. Show, yeah. They'll have something to show. They'll come there. Sure, if they, if they don't, then they don't. They don't come. Sure. And then the, the indies take over. And I mean, they do a good job with like their indicate and, and different things that they have going on there. And now PAX is catering towards a lot of independent developers, which I like. Oh yeah. But the, you know, like I said, the larger people do have a presence there. It's just not as well seen. And that, in and that hall, shows. I mean, they they gave you know lots of people plenty of space to show off what they were doing. Oh yeah. Big small. I would I mean, like for you guys to come to like PAX East or PAX Prime in Seattle. PAX East is in Boston. PAX Prime's in Seattle. PAX Prime was the one that started it all. Mm-hmm. And that one is is it's huge. It's absolutely big. Yeah. And the that's one where Nintendo of America is. That's where yeah, Microsoft, Microsoft is. is. Oh, yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that event is huge at the, at the Expo Center down there. The PAX South was like a nice intro to see yeah. what it is, but it's it was a really small, yeah. really really small I, convention. I do to remember, those. I do remember being an avid Penny Arcade reader mm-hmm. when that first PAX show was even announced, mm-hmm. and it was, I mean, they were crazy. I, I mean, the thought of them even doing an, an expo, like yeah. the hell are these guys? They write a comic, yeah, and they yeah. and they were going to do a huge expo, idea, and they though. did. They it sold it, and they up. sold out yeah. in like thirty seconds or whatever the hell it was. It was some crazy time frame where they sold all their passes yeah. in a short amount of time. It's still it just, like that. Yeah, and it just blew up from there, which mm-hmm. is great. They sell it in five minutes, ten minutes. Sure. So you've got these like you two, have to plan to go ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> these two super nerds again mm-hmm. doing running a show. You yep. know, running a show that sells out as fast as Comic Con. Yeah, absolutely. It's so. insane. But it's definitely uh it's definitely worth it and fun and you get to learn about new games that way. I very much like it. Yeah, I do <laughs> like I do like that they cater to indies just because they're so bad. Like you guys said, they're so yeah, passionate. so passionate about it. There, there's so many more games that you get to see as opposed to mm-hmm. you know two or three you know huge AAA releases a year that most of these publishers put out. And to be honest with you, some of these titles might not make it up on like the IGNs of the world and all those other places. So yeah. you'll see them at these events, and then they'll blow up, and then later on you'll hear about it on a forum somewhere and be like, yeah. "This thing is a." Cult growing game, you know, sure. it's huge. And something like you know. Cuphead, you know, we saw it at E three. Oh, and yeah. like, oh my god, that's a darling. You know, <laughs> I, I saw a game there that I know is going to be huge, and it is huge right now. They're already starting to do crazy things with it, and it's Vainglory. Like it's a MOBA, it's a free MOBA on uh, mobile platforms. Okay, so you can get it on your iPhone, your Android, tablets, you know, phones. But it's it's made from an uh, artist and developer that came from Riot Games, who makes League of Legends, mm-hmm. and also Blizzard who has Heroes of the Storm and World of Warcraft and everything, and they came together and they created this MOBA, and it's amazing. It's so 
touch sensitive and easy to play and easy to understand mm-hmm. with the way that it operates. And uh, yeah, they're already having leagues and tournaments and awesome. and all that stuff for it. And, and mobile MOBA sounds really good. Yeah, it does. <laughs> mobile MOBA. Yeah, um, but it's just it's super easy to understand. And, and for me at least, it helped me get like into league because I didn't understand League of Legends that much because it was really complicated. Yeah, this kind of like bridged that gap because it's so more simplistic, but the same concepts are carried over. Sure. So I, I mean, I've played. I have not played any MOBA games with the exception of Smite, and I was a Smite train wreck. Different. Yeah, I was a train yeah. wreck. I was this such is a detriment than Smite altogether. Sure, I was yeah. such a detriment to my team in Smite. <laughs> I was running around like, "Oh my god, what does this do?" Yeah, and, and I'm like getting killed as I'm trying to figure out what the powers even are. Yeah, when it comes when it comes well, to those, up. I'm a crashy old man because I don't I don't even like saying the word MOBA. Uh, but that's weird. <laughs> sure, sure, it is weird. Um, but, uh, no, I took a, took a, actually, cause I just, uh, bought a new not piece of crap phone. Uh, so I took a run in Vainglory. Actually, I, I dig it. The graphics really? look really good. The graphics are great. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's a blast. Like this yeah. is on my phone. The cool thing though that I like about the most is that you can do solo practice. So mm-hmm. if you're like, oh, I don't oh, yeah, know what, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't want to jump in the game with real people. They have different tiers. They have solo practice where you can play by yourself alone against the box just so you can Figure out how you know attacks work. You how get, characters actually, yeah, interact how they work and interact, and how you get items and build them up. And then they have team versus bots. So like you're on a team full of real people fighting against bots. So you're not fighting against real oh, that's people awesome. until so was, you get com- familiar with it. So it's like time splitters almost, where you get to when you oh, were able to do that yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. multiplayer. Exactly, yeah. paging and, all you other <laughs> uh, developers out there. Where's time splitters? Right. <laughs> And then the next step Free is radical. Get on it. player versus player, where it's a casual match, and you can be like a team of you know three or four against a team of three and four real people. Cool. So, yeah. yeah, I've never played them. I, I've, I recommend I w- checking it out. I would sure. assume that I'd like them if I gave them a chance. I just don't. I just haven't. Yeah, I just haven't. Because I know we got a couple other people on the site that are avid uh, MOBA players. Mm-hmm. Lexi's one of them. Sure. sure. But yeah, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. But yeah, let's wrap, we can wrap okay. that up, but yeah. Yeah, uh, thanks guys, I appreciate it. Uh, definitely, if, I, if I'm if i able to go to the next one, I'd love to join you guys in the next one. Cause For sure, a great time. fun. Yeah, yeah, someone to help me put up with Mike. That'd be great. <laughs> Nobody can help you put up with Mike. No one can. Damn it. Alright everyone, thanks for listening. This is Mike. Uh, signing off. I'm Eddie. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.